For King and Country here on Victory 91.5, thanks so much for stopping by. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning, and get the privilege of having a guest in the studio. Always a privilege uh, to have some of our friends that are partners with what the Lord is doing in our ministry here. And Sue Becker of Bread Beckers, you've heard us talk about her a little bit. How are you doing this morning? I am doing great. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you. I heard, you know, when I got here last year, I missed you by just a couple of weeks of yeah. the last time you were in the studio. So I'm glad that I get that opportunity today. So I thought, I felt as I was thinking about that, there's probably some new people that have come along like me that maybe has not heard you before, and so I'd love for you to share a little bit about uh, your testimony, a little bit about you this yeah. morning. All right. Well, I guess, you know, technically our business, Bread Becker, started in 1992, but I think more technically it started way back, All way right. back many years ago. Um, graduated from high school long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> we won't play that game <laughs> no, no, this no, morning. No, no, we won't it's play okay. that game this morning. But anyway, with, uh, I just love physiology, biochemistry. That was kind of my heart. Uh, mm -hmm. Graduated high school, went to the University of Georgia as a pre-med student and uh, realized right away that I didn't want to be in school that long. And I knew I wanted <laughs> to be a wife and mother. So I knew I didn't really want that type of grueling career, though I loved the study of it and had a passion to help people and uh, so ended up in pharmacy school realized that was not what I wanted to do either and thankfully I the Lord led me to food science it was an up-and-coming industry at mm -hmm. the time so um, and, a, and a real broad field so I began to study a lot of biochemistry physiology microbiology and after graduating from the University of Georgia I worked for Kraft Foods as a microbiologist for almost five years then I started a family mm -hmm. and uh, I, I accomplished that goal and still I have nine children Wow! and uh, we just had our 15th grandchild well we didn't have it but my daughter had our 15th <laughs> grandchild we have number 16 on the way so um, that's my heart and passion too but um, so after graduating I continued to study I in fact yeah. I laugh sometimes and say I'm a better student since school than I was in school. <laughs> lifetime but, learning yes, yes I just love it and I still read my biochemistry books physiology books and I had a passion for um, feeding eating healthy and uh, I knew that my kind of take on things was if something's going on in our body, we're not giving it the nutrients that we need. We're right. fearfully and wonderfully made. God yeah. made us and he made the food to nourish our bodies. That's not to say you never get sick or never have issues. We do live in a fallen world. But so that was kind of where I came from. And so then when I became a mother, I continued to feed my family real food. I'm I'm Southern, so I grew up <laughs> cooking, you know. We, we didn't do packaged anything. So, um but there was one missing key, bread. I made our bread and I knew whole wheat was better and I was buying the nasty whole wheat flour from the store and trying to make <laughs> bread with that and it just didn't work very well. But in 1991, I was introduced to a healthy eating concept that radically changed my life. Um, through a medical publication, I learned that whole grains, real whole grains, are the most nutrient-dense food God's given us. We mm. really could live off of them. They supply just about every nutrient we need. 
But I learned that only when they're freshly milled do they retain all of their yeah. nutrients. Grains are storable. Grains are seeds. You know, in Genesis 1:29, God gave us two kinds of foods. He said trees that bear fruit that fruit can be your food and then plants that bear fruit that have the seed in it or I'm sorry plants that bear fruit that have the seed in it or plants that bear the seed mm. and that's your fruit gave us those for two reasons fruits and vegetables wonderfully nutritious but they rot and decay so we have to have something when those things are not in season so right. seeds are storable they store yeah. all the nutrients within but as soon as you break those seeds open like milling them into flour to make bread or whatever they begin to lose their nutritional value. They begin to spoil, wow. they begin to oxidize, and in, in just as little as a few days, you can lose as, you know, as much as 90% of the vitamins mm. and minerals that are there. Your protein and fiber is gonna stay, but those oils then are exposed to the air, and a process known as oxidation begins to take place immediately. I tell everybody, you don't need a science degree to know what oxidation is. Cut an apple and watch it turn dark. Cut a banana. You know, that's oxidation. <laughs> I see that at my house because I have young girls uh, that say, I want a banana. And then two minutes later, they yeah, don't want the banana anymore. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. And then they certainly aren't going to eat it once it's turned dark. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, anyway. We'll get our own message. Well, we'll we're going to dive into this okay. a little bit more. Okay. Uh, so I, I love that you, you talked about physiology. I have some naturopathic friends that talk about that is the basis of all of it, the original medicine and you're talking about the nutrients that we have to have and this world this consumer driven world has stripped our bread of that exactly and so we're going to talk some more about that okay. here in just a little bit Little Hawk Nelson here on Victory 91.5 on your Tuesday on Q in the Morning. Thanks so much for uh, allowing us to be part of your day. We've got Sue Becker here from Bread Beckers over in Woodstock. And our last opportunity to talk, we were, we're starting to talk about the, the bread that's on the shelves and the flour that's in the stores. And why don't we talk a little bit about what bread isn't? <laughs> 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 kind of what it's become and what people think bread is. Right. Well, it's not the evil demon that it's being. Uh, right. Real bread is not. The yes. bread in the store, yes. <laughs> I absolutely agree. That is making you sick, fat, mean, ugly, yeah. whatever. I had someone recently kind of break it down like this. Like, if it's white and it's bleached like that, then, then that's not natural in the first place. No. And, and that should start to steer you away from it in the first place. Right. Like we, like I mentioned um, in the last segment, um, grains are seed. Grains are storable, left whole and intact. They'll store pretty much indefinitely. There's a couple that won't, but most of them do. Once you break that grain open and mill it into flour, those nutrients and the oils begin to go rancid and oxidize. Mm. So they discovered in the late 1800s, if they took the bran and germ out and left just what's called the endosperm, better known to you and I as white flour, the flour wouldn't spoil. So mm. they stripped the bran and germ away, they stripped the oil out. But with the bran and germ goes not just the fiber, but that's a big, big key component of our diet. So they, that strips away, but vitamins, minerals loaded with B vitamins, vitamin E, the fatty acids, you know, just all these vitamins that are in the so brand. So no wonder germ. we have a whole generation allergic to gluten. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because, but gluten is not even in grains. Gluten is something that's formed when mm. wheat flour is wet. And it's just from the proteins. The proteins that are found in wheat are unique. There's no other grain that has this, this, um, this genetic makeup of proteins. When you wet wheat flour, those proteins form this stretchy substance called gluten, which is important when you're using yeast to leaven your bread because yeast, whether it's sourdough or commercial yeast, 
when it feeds on the wheat, it produces carbon dioxide. Mm. Those stretchy strands of gluten, from which is just hydrated proteins that are found in wheat, they can stretch, they trap that carbon dioxide gas, and that's what enables bread to rise. Mm. So since the beginning of time, wheat has been the grain that you make bread from. It's always been there. It's not some evil demon that someone put there. But the problem is God never intended us to eat just the protein and starch or the gluten-forming mm -hmm. proteins and starch without the bran and germ. The bran and germs where the vitamins, the minerals, the phytochemicals, the fatty acids, the vitamin E, the rich oils, all that is lost. And so we're just eating protein and starch, or if you want to say gluten and starch. But people, it's it's really getting a bad name, and I, and I understand that. So what happened was when they started stripping the bran and germ away and realized that that would keep the flour from spoiling, the invention of these huge steel rolling mills came mm. about that could produce massive volumes of white flour by sifting the bran and germ away, crushing the grain, sifting the bran and germ out, leaving just white flour. Mm -hmm. And then if that were not enough, they began to bleach the flour like you talked about. Benzoyl peroxide is a powder bleaching agent that they actually put in the flour. Mm. Who knew that? And then uh, can expose it to chlorine dioxide or nitrogen trichloride. Well, nitrogen trichloride was taken off the market because that's what they used to use to bleach it um, for more than 25 years, but they took it off because they found it caused seizures mm. and hysteria in animals. 25 years though we used it so and then bromate they all bromate the flour potassium bromate is used because that's a flour enhancer mm -hmm. it helps give consistent results but that's been known to cause liver issues thyroid issues so we're consuming this and don't think um the whole wheat flour is any better um i tell people there's no such thing as healthy whole grain in the regular grocery store yeah. there really isn't because when those steel rolling mills became, um, were invented in the late 1800s, early 1900s, by 1910, white flour, white bread was pretty much it. The local millers went out of business, moved to the, they're, they're gone. Yeah. So to make whole wheat flour, it's still done on those steel rolling mills. They just add some of the bran and germ back in. Is it what God made? Probably not. Probably it's not. It's a government standard that has to be added back, but that flour is still exposed mm. to the gas, the not, you know, the chlorine gas, the benzoyl peroxide, and and the and sometimes even bromated. So, yeah, you know, this is a real issue. And what happened was, you know, prior to 1900s, most people made their own bread. There were local millers. Have you ever wondered about all the mill roads that are around? Right. The communities <laughs> were built up around those, and people, you know. They would buy their flour and make their bread for their large families. Yeah. But once those steel rolling mills displaced the local miller, diseases became epidemic in our country. Wow. Well, we, we do have a few more opportunities to talk this morning, okay. and we're going to do that. But I want you to let people know where they can find more information that you you're do this as a podcast as well that really helps inform people. And uh, since we, we only have limited minutes here, you have Sue's Minutes yes. <laughs> on, <laughs> on your podcast. And I break it up. Uh, Sue's Healthy Minutes is the podcast. It's, it's on any podcast platform you can 
or you can go to our website, breadbeckers.com, and find it there. But you can even ask Siri or Alexa to pull up <laughs> Sue's Healthy Minutes, and boom, you're on the on the most recent episode. Um, been doing it about a year now, so I think we're on episode like 58. Wow. A um, lot of good information, the deception of enrichment. I go through digestion, explain the health issues, a um, lot of testimonies. A lot of times I'll interview people. Um, in fact, uh, one of my favorites just last week, episode 55, uh, a gentleman that had only been making bread a month. And uh, when we asked if the bread helped him, he said, no, it didn't help me. It healed me. Oh, it wow. fixed it. That's powerful. <laughs> that well, is. we'll get you to tell some of those yeah. stories here in a little bit, and that'll give people a taste of uh, Sue's Healthy Minutes on podcast. Uh, stick around with us. We do have some more music here on Victory, and we've got some more with Sue Becker of Bread Beckers coming up. That's Church House with Holy Ground on Victory 91.5. And we are making our way through our work week together as we do Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. here on Q in the morning. And today I get the privilege of having a guest. And the studio smells a lot better today than, <laughs> than most days because there's muffins and bread because Sue Becker is here. And so <laughs> very grateful. I can't go anywhere without taking bread. I mean, I'm very, very grateful this morning because I just had some wonderful French bread with some olive oil from Israel. And uh, so that, of course, got our general manager, Ray Haynes, excited because he loves yeah. Israel. And, and we so we've Israel. been talking a little bit about that today. But you mentioned a, a moment ago uh, about the podcast, uh, Sue's Healthy Minutes, and you talked about Testimonials. So I feel like that's a good opportunity for us to have you tell some of the stories of some of the people whose lives have been impacted just by changing the way they eat bread. Yeah, yeah and I have to start with mine because that's what started it for me. Yes, your why. You Very know, important. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, in 1991 was when I was introduced to this whole concept of milling my own grain to make my own bread. Um, it revolutionized my thinking. Yeah. You know, with my background, the information I read, I knew it was scientifically sound and biblically, biblically sound. And, and that is a mindset that yeah. has to be, because yeah. you can't just make the switch overnight either. Right. It, it's a journey and it's a mindset yeah. shift. And in that journal, um, the history of white flour was presented and how when they stripped the bran and germ away, diseases became epidemic. Three, beriberi, pellagra, and anemia just shortly after puzzled health officials all over the world i mean all over the country they finally figured out that it was the brandon germ had yeah. sifting that away had lost those vitamins so they um, urged the millers to put it back in they said no we're selling that to the cattle feed industry we're not going to put it back in and lose that monetary you know uh, Consumerism yes, gets this yes, again. Yes, yes, And that's still done today, believe it or not. But anyway, so eventually they had to enrich the flour. Um, and that was in 1948. And what, so. What a concept. God <laughs> creates it, it has the nutrients, and then we have to re enrich it because of what we and did. Never do we get there. They <laughs> no. put four B vitamins and, well, three B vitamins and iron back in for the 35 to 40 and who knows how many that, you know, <laughs> haven't even been isolated. And that doesn't sound like enrichment to me. So anyway, um, so when I read about these, I was like, okay, we're doing this. And, you know, I think I mentioned the nasty whole wheat flour from the store. <laughs> I knew it was healthier and I tried to make bread with it before milling and it just didn't work. So my idea was, okay, we're doing this and white flour is never coming in our home again. Mm. And if we have to choke this down, we're going to eat it. Because I thought it was going to be like the store-bought 
I could not believe how fluffy, soft, just delicious the bread, cakes, muffins, everything I made using 100% freshly milled flour. And uh, like I mentioned at the break, it was healthy food my whole family would love. Yeah. It was delicious. You know, bread had, was intended to be the staff of life. We could live off of it. So when our family started eating it, first thing I noticed, my chronic constipation that I had struggled with for years, done, gone. And I had tried all kinds of healthy remedies. They didn't really work consistently, but ate the bread, poop the next morning is what I say. <laughs> and I'm not even 13, but that's what I say, you know. Worked I mean, it all out. Yeah. yeah. And I've, you know, now I've been doing this since 1991, 32 years. In fact, February of 32 years. Um, not had a single day of constipation since. So wow. that's, that's huge because America's the most constipated nation <laughs> in the world. Not sure how they found that out, but anyway. We're backed you know, up here in America, yeah. I tell you. And, but then I began to notice that my chronic sinus congestion went away. Wow. 23, 22 years, I've not had an antihistamine or a decongestant of any kind. Mm. 22 years. Since and you're, we and you're putting this all on just yes. the nutrients from bread. Yes. Wow. Well, that one is mostly the bowels being cleaned out, toxins being eliminated every day and so we don't have that mucus response mm. of our body to toxins i began to notice i had more energy i had five young kids when i started i was a homeschooling mom um so you notice when you have more energy <laughs> yes and, um, moms need yes. extra yes and I, then i noticed you know i had this consistent energy um to go on to have number six number seven we adopted two teenage boys later Lord bless um, you. nine and so i noticed my sugar cravings that's another big thing americans are craving you know caffeine and sugar to get that energy but i had this sustained release of carbohydrates from the real bread the fiber there mm. so i had just energy and didn't crave those didn't have those slumps then with a mom of five kids you notice if your kids just don't get sick very often yeah. anymore than the chronic snotty noses and ear infections we just didn't have them wow and then uh one of my favorite stories that i get a little ridiculed not ridiculed but people go oh that sounds a little hokey one of my kids warts went away wow and i knew it was the bread because prior to the bread i would you know after college i studied a lot and I had studied a lot about vitamin E being so important to protect the integrity of every cell in our body. And there was a line in this that just stuck with me and it said, vitamin E has been known to get rid of warts. Well, we had tried, we had had warts before bread and I gave them vitamin E supplements, their warts went right away. But when my third child got warts, he couldn't swallow the vitamin E capsules. I'm like, really, Josh? Come on. You know, he couldn't. They're tiny little, you know, gelatin but he things. he can eat bread. He could. And so, you know, so I didn't worry about it because I had two, he had two younger siblings at that point. So, but then at five years old, the warts had spread all over his hands. The bread came into our home. Mm. No vitamin E supplements. Wheat is the richest food source of vitamin E, but it has to be freshly milled. Mm. And within a month of eating our bread, I looked down and his warts were all gone. Whew. I knew it was the vitamin E, so I started sharing that about our bread. And we have literally hundreds 
of wart stories. Wow. One of my favorite, if we have time yes. for me to share this, one of my favorite is, so I would share the wart story when I would go speak at homeschool conventions and teach, and somebody said one time, oh, that sounds a little hokey, you know, eat this bread, turn around three times, throw something <laughs> over your shoulder, and your warts <laughs> all fall. Just I, don't throw the grains no, over. No, but we need those. you know what people don't understand are warts are a viral um, infection. Mm. It's a manifestation of a virus. And the only way viruses can um, reproduce is they have to to invade our cells unlike bacteria that can you know reproduce on its own they have to invade our cells and use our cells genetic makeup so if the integrity of your cell is weakened you're more susceptible to viral invasion wow so that's how i knew that it was indeed the vitamin e that's in the bread and probably other nutrients as well but i was a speaker at a homeschool show some years ago and I would share my wart story. And I only had 45 minutes to share three hours worth of info. So I talked really fast. In fact, the person that recorded me said, you're the fastest talking Southern girl I've ever met. And um, so I would have to pick and choose. And I'll never forget this day. I almost didn't share the wart story, but I decided I would. And then something happened that day that has never happened before or since. I finished five minutes early. Oh, wow. And I said, wow. does anybody have any questions, anything you want to share? And two people shared their wart stories. And um, unbeknownst to me, there was a woman in my workshop. She said she was walking past my room to go to another workshop. This is a homeschool show. There's lots of workshops going on at the same time. But she said as she walked past my door, the Lord told her to go in. Oh, wow. She came in thinking it was, because the title is Do Not Eat the Bread of Idleness. <laughs> she thought it was a time and home management workshop. So she's sitting there, and I do my poopy talk, and, you know, and she's like, constipation, really. But then the wart story I told and then the two wart testimonies. When I left the room, she was standing outside the door, tears coming down oh, her wow. face. She had called her teenage daughter, 17 years old, over to meet me. And they were standing there. And she said, the Lord told me to go in there. And she said, my daughter has over 500 warts. Mm. She started getting them when she was 12 years old. She said, we had them all burned off. Typical medical treatment. Sick care, not uh, health care. Symptom, gotcha. symptom, symptom yeah. can, you know, so yeah. burned off the warts, didn't do anything for the virus. They all came back, of course. She said she's been on multiple medications. She goes, they currently have her on ulcer medication, thinking it's stress-related. I'm, I'm like, that's what you call practicing medicine. But anyway, um, <laughs> but she said, you know, we we don't know what to do. She she had she pulled up her pants like she had a huge like patch of over 200 warts in one spot. She wouldn't wear shorts. She was a beautiful teenage girl. They were all in her hairline and mm. in her um, eyebrows. You didn't just look at her face and go, oh, she's. They were just kind of clear. But that patch on her leg, she wouldn't wear shorts. She wouldn't go swimming with her friends because she didn't want anybody to see this ugly patch. But more importantly, she has a virus that she's had for five years. So the mom follows me back to the table. We're making bread. She tastes it. She's like, this is delicious. And she goes, how much is a meal? At that time, they were $250. They're, they're more now. But she said, you know what? I've paid more than that for one prescription drug mm. that did nothing. And none of the rest of our family got to eat and enjoy it. She goes, what have I got to lose? I like to cook. We have to eat. I'm going to do it. She called me. Two and a half weeks later, wow. every single wart on that child's body mm. was gone and um, just ecstatic. She said at about two weeks, they started itching and her daughter was like, mom, what have you done to me now? You know, and uh, she said, but in two in another half a week, they were all gone, wow. 500 warts. And you know what the mom told me? She said, I came for weeks before that seminar. I had been asking God, to give me an answer 
give me the wisdom of what would help her. And a few years later, I actually did a, um, a seminar that I was going to record, and I wanted people to come and share their testimony. She's from Virginia. We're here in Canton. I called her driving down the road on my cell phone. She answered on her cell phone, and I said, would you come and share your testimony? And she said, yes. <laughs> and I said, you don't even know the date. She goes, I don't care. I'll come. She goes, I told the Lord that if he would show me and give me an answer, I would never not tell the story. Wow. So, and we have others. I mean, it's just amazing. That's one, powerful. one grandma cooked the cookies from freshly milled flour and her grandson's 36 warts gone in three weeks. Wow. Yeah. And just doing things the way God intended yeah. them to be the done. Yeah, rich just food source of vitamin E Amen. is wheat and it protects every cell in our body. Jesus compared himself to wheat and bread for a reason. That's powerful. Well, we're going to have our prayer time here in just a moment yep. and Miss Sue is going to pray for us and with us and we're looking forward to that <clears throat> and more of this conversation with Sue Becker of Bread Beckers and uh, we're so thankful for their support here at our wonderful radio station and they have been, uh, you know, providing this information since 1992. The crew there in Woodstock educating people about the health benefits of freshly milled whole grains. They offer nutritional education, appliances, cookware, and even bulk foods. And there's more at breadbeckers.com. That is B-E-C-K-E-R-S. Breadbeckers over in Woodstock and online at breadbeckers.com. But God well, that's the answer to a lot of things. We go through life and we come out on the other side of something and say, but God. That's Evie McKinney here on Victory 91.5. We have an opportunity together to pray each hour here at Victory. And today we are privileged to have Sue Becker of Bread Beckers with us sharing uh, about the nutrition of real bread and how God intended it. And, and so we're going to let her take uh, the liberty to pray for our nine o'clock hour. Thank you. Thank you so much. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that we can come to you, a good, our good, loving Father. And Lord, I just take encouragement from this testimony that I just shared. Your word says that if we lack wisdom, we can ask you and you will give it abundantly yes, without fault finding. Lord, and so I pray now for each listener that is coming to you today with questions about their health or whatever, Lord that they would come and ask you for wisdom and you will give it to them. We thank you for this. We thank you for this promise in your word. And I pray for healing for those that are listening, yes. for their body, for their mind, for their spirit, Lord, every level that you would deliver them. Pour your Holy Spirit anointing on each person that is listening this morning. And I just pray, be with us, Lord. Thank you so much that we are fearfully, wonderfully made and that you have given us the perfect provisions to nourish our body. We ask you to forgive us for altering your provision and turning away and wondering why we're sick and not well and don't have energy. Lord, bring us back to your way of living, of being and doing so that we might be the bright light shining in this dark world that we might bring glory to your name as people and we can give an answer to people when they ask us for the hope that is in us how do you have this energy how are you not sick how are you happy when things just seem to be falling apart around us lord thank you that you give us these opportunities to share the hope the love and the light of jesus christ I pray that you would bless every listener today. 
with all the goodness that you have in store for each one. We come against all the powers of darkness that would keep us hopeless and discouraged. You are a God of hope and the God of peace will soon crush Satan under his feet. Amen. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. We'll have more with Sue Becker of Bread Beckers on Victory 91.5. Victory 91.5. John Mark McMillan right there. Has it been you? On the sound of revival, we are so glad that you have made your way into our conversation this morning. If you're just joining us, we're with Sue Becker of Bread Beckers, and we'll have this on podcast later if you've missed the first half of this. Uh, we're talking about the uh, real nutrition, the, the real benefits of real bread, and uh, that takes some some doing if you've never done it before. This has been a journey for you, mm -hmm. uh, so we don't want to overwhelm anybody, but we also want people to have the information that this is important to your health, it's important to your family, but how do you really get started? What are some of the things you need to get yourself in position to really, to do this, to make this transition? Yep. Well, a grain mill is, of course, the key. And when I first was introduced to the concept, I had no idea that you, they made a home appliance that, you know, right. could sit on your counter. <laughs> in fact, in the early days, you know, like today, I, I take bread everywhere I go. I would take, you know, way before we even started Bread Beckers and uh, I would take it to church and people go, oh, I want your recipe. And I go, well, yeah, I can give you the recipe, but <laughs> I mill my own flour to make this. And I always laughed. Two questions would come. And I, it took me some years to <laughs> figure out. Do you have out. a river somewhere nearby to mill it? Yeah. Exactly. Well, first, <laughs> the first question was, you do what? Yeah. And I'm like, I mill my own flour. And then they would go, where do you live? <laughs> and um, Because they want to know if there's a big wooden turn exactly. somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. Or did I have a barn and yeah. an ox, you know, yeah. going around? You know, we have these pictures of milling our own flour. Little did I know that I have a small, you know, I purchased a small in-home grain mill. It sits on my counter still today. It is the most valuable appliance in my, my home. And I think I got a little confused with the numbers there. It's been 32 years yeah. since I started doing this and it's still the most valuable appliance in our home. And so mm -hmm. I began to make bread for other people in those early days. Remember I said I had five kids. I mm -hmm. went on to have six. I homeschooled. I went on to have number seven later, but, but I I'll never forget, I was baking bread, baking bread all day long for people because they want to buy your bread. And we started this little business to sell bread. And I was weary and tired and making bread for my own family and for others as well. And my husband was in construction at the time, my husband, Brad, and we had prayed about a business. And, and he was so funny. He's like, I want a food-related business because when things get rough, people have to eat. People but I don't want eat. a restaurant, you know. And I said, <laughs> okay. And so we had been praying. And just one day, that day that I had been baking bread all day, I'll never forget. I met him in the driveway. He drove up in a, his pickup truck. And I just met him in the driveway. And I said, I don't think I'm supposed to make bread for the world. I think I'm supposed to teach the world to make bread for yeah. themselves. Instead I, of teaching a man to fish, you're, you're teaching them how to exactly. make bread. Exactly. Yeah. Had no idea, you know, <laughs> what I was saying. And we can get into that in another segment. But um, so we became, Bread Beckers was birthed right there yeah. on our driveway. And we <laughs> sat and talked about it. And he agreed that this was, you know, something we should do. So um, we sell a grain mill at Bread Beckers. And, um, teach people how to do this 
you know, journey. Mm -hmm. And it may seem overwhelming. We talked about, mm -hmm. yes, there is an outlay, an investment, but I've never looked back. And the money I've saved, you know, in, mm. in medical costs and food costs, it's a cheap way to eat. Bread well, fills you up. Yeah, Real you, sa bread. you said something off the air a moment ago. You said seven kids, two adults, so nine total kids. And you've been doing this for 30 years, and you've been to the doctor with those kids three times? Three times. That's, that's, that's insane. That's amazing. <laughs> and my two youngest children that were both conceived and born since we started doing bread have never had an antihistamine or a decongestant, not one single day in their life. And wow. they are 30 and about to be 27. Wow. That's amazing. You know, I'm not going to say they never got sick, you know, but we would just get over it. Mm -hmm. and, and the other thing I noticed is that they didn't necessarily all of them get sick if one of them was sick and yeah. that in a big family That's you know huge. if it's one like, gets sick you're like we're not a church it's like going to daycare month. yeah yeah uh, so you talked about the mill and you talked about it yeah. being a home appliance yep. what are some of the other things people are thinking yep. well it can't just be a mill so yeah. what else is there yeah, well, that have to come together you gotta for have grain so that, right. <laughs> that's yeah. there we, we can talk about wheat in a minute but for me for my large family um a mixer was invaluable a large mixer and we have the the finest one at Breadbeckers, I think. Um, it's a large capacity mill. I can make six to nine loaves of bread at a time, wow. the dough. Yeah. And, you know, I'd take it out and shape it, but that was important to me. Um, some people prefer a bread machine. If I say, you know, if you're one of those that goes in and out or you work, maybe a bread machine is the most convenient thing for you. A lot of people have these already. Mm -hmm. You can start with what you have. We feel like we have the best tools for the trade um, because this is a lifestyle it's for It's a passion us. for you. Yeah. yeah. So you don't want to get something that because you use it so much, it's going to break, right. you know, in three months. So right. we come alongside you. That's our heart and our passion. You know, it's not hard. It is very easy. For me in the early days, I had, I tell people I had four basic recipes, bread, uh, that I made everything with, whether it was donuts or French bread or pizza dough or cinnamon bread or cinnamon rolls, I used one basic yeast bread dough, and then I had muffins, pancakes, and coffee cake. Cookies and brownie, you know, things like that. <laughs> but there's nothing you can't make out of freshly milled flour. But um, mm. So those are the things, and, and we just share those. We have classes. We have lots of things on online on our YouTube channel, mm -hmm. Brett Becker's YouTube channel. Um, and I'm I'm fixing to do some short fixing. That's a southern thing. Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to do some little short segments because people say her videos are so long. <laughs> because I really take you through the very beginning, yeah. and we love people to come to our classes, go on our website, subscribe to our newsletter. We're not high sales people. We just want to help you. You decide, you yeah. know, what you need. And um, of course, then wheat is right there. Um, and in in just a week after we started our business. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the Lord gave us a Joseph vision. Yeah. And uh, it was right after the 1992 presidential election. I'll just stop there. But, um, <laughs> you know, I woke up concerned, you know, about what I had seen America um, choose. And the Lord just spoke to me and said that he was going to use our business, Breadbeckers, to be like Joseph, to supply God's people with grain mm. when they needed it. Wow. And um, he, so we got in the grain business, too. We bring in semi-truck loads of wheat. We package it down into um, six-gallon food-grade buckets so that it's storable. Um, pretty, pretty long time. Yeah. Pretty long wow. time. That's powerful. So there may come a day when 
Grains are the most reliable food that we have, maybe even the only food that we have. And knowing how to, to deal with all that yes. is going to be Yes, and having important. the right tools and equipment to do that. Yeah. Is, <clears throat> it makes it easy. Yeah. Well, that's good. We've got a few more opportunities to talk, and we're going to dive into some more about wheat and this vision and uh, more about uh, the bread beckers and, and this nutrition that God has given us out of yes. bread here on Victory 91.5. You know, I'm a big fan of the hymns, and I love when some of these new worship leaders and psalmists take and, and create a new take on some of these these hymns like this one on Christ, the solid rock I stand. That's local sound here on Victory 91.5. So getting back to the things the way God wanted them to be, right? We get back to some of these uh, traditional ways to worship him. And today we're talking about the way that he intended us to get nutrition from bread and uh you know, we were talking before coming into this segment, uh, Sue, about how the the propaganda is the only way to really put it against bread has been going on for a while, and you're, you've been breaking that stigma at Bread Beckers. Yes, we have. It's been a journey, and um, we are very passionate about what we do. I mean, 30, 32 years into this, we've seen thousands and thousands of testimonies. I mean, we've heard thousands and thousands of testimonies yeah. of just improved health. And our concept is simple, really. You don't need these fad diets. You don't need a special diet. This is what I love about what we teach is eat real food. Right. Eat real food. My friends call it stupid food if you're eating anything that doesn't provide exactly. nutrition. And I tell people, <laughs> shop the perimeter of the grocery store. Just stay there. Once That's you go right. up and down the aisles, you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, canned fruits and vegetables or frozen, you know, food. But, you know, stay on the perimeter. Have you ever thought about why there's no nutrition labels on fruits and vegetable and meat and, you know, the milk? No. You know, they do things to milk and things like that but you know stay out there and eat real fruits vegetables meat if you want to be a meat eater it lets you decide mm -hmm. but bread is the most nutritious food we can put in our bodies mm -hmm. and um you know we were we were talking about kids and how they're picky <laughs> eaters and that's what i loved about it you know i always i always tell young moms i said you know how when you make a sandwich you know for your toddlers and your kids and they oh i don't want to eat i don't want to eat and you used to t pick the meat out and say well here just eat the meat after bread it was pick the meat out and here just eat the bread <laughs> you know bread. i didn't i didn't you know eat your broccoli eat your this you know i had good eaters but the bread became it, we mm -hmm. knew it was so nutritious. But, um, you know, one of the things that so grieves me today is all the anti-grain, anti-wheat. I call it propaganda because yeah. it is. It's it really based is. on lies. It's based on untruth. And it is very unscriptural. When we first started, you know, I had to teach people the history of white flour and enrichment and why not eat the white flour, white bread in the store. But we've progressed, and then in the 90s, kind of whole grains started making a comeback, and then all of a sudden, anti-grain, anti-gluten, it's not the, you know, it's the, uh, it just so, bread makes you fat, bread makes you sick, and I get it, because I agree, the bread in the store yeah. is what's making you sick and, and have these issues, and stomach issues and digestion issues, but it's not wheat, because that in the store yet maybe came from wheat but that is not wheat <laughs> it's no longer wheat and it, right. it's frustrating because for the first time 
ever that I can think of, allopathic medicine and even natural medicine are kind of agreeing. They're yeah. on this anti-grain bandwagon, but they're not differentiating between wheat, <laughs> like we sell, you know, wheat, the real whole grain, and the stuff that's in the store. Right. Real wheat is not inflammatory. And gluten, let's we talked about yeah. gluten in the first segment about what it really is. It's this stretchy substance that forms when the proteins in wheat are hydrated. That's all it is. Celiac disease is a true disease, but it is genetic. You're born with it. You don't develop it. You're born with it. You develop some very serious symptoms if you're a celiac and, the, and it goes unrecognized, lays down the villa in your gut. You have leaky gut, terrible abdominal pain, diarrhea, you know, bowel issues. So that is celiac disease. You're born with it. You, most children these days are diagnosed by the time they're 7, 10 years old because it does um, prevent correct nutrient absorption. So mm -hmm. the child's anemic, the child's sickly, can't gain weight. You know, these are the symptoms of true celiac disease, but it affects less than 1% of Americans, okay? Mm. It's not a real common thing like you are seeing now. And what has happened, though, because of the bread we've been consuming all of these years, yes, our villi's laid down, uh, stomach cramps, stomach issues. People have said, oh, I get a headache every time I eat bread, I have bowel issues. This is all being attributed to weed, and people are even saying I have a gluten sensitivity or I've been diagnosed now as celiac, and they're 40, 50 years old. Mm -mm. You have the symptoms. They've diagnosed on symptoms. And what we have seen is when we explain that you're eating wheat the way God intended, bran and germ there and the protein and starch there, most people, if they're not true celiacs, can eat our wheat just fine, mm -hmm. can eat real bread like this. And, and not just tolerate it like this man that I just, I think I shared in one of the other segments, he's, he's episode 55, he shared that the bread didn't help him, it fixed him. And for years, he had stomach pain if he ate bread from the store. He was a subcontractor or contractor on construction job. And he goes, my import, first important information that I had to find out when I went on job, where was the bathroom? <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, you know, and he said it corrected it in a matter of a month. Wow. And this is what we see. Kids that pulled off of gluten because they have this, that, or the other issue, their moms are going, wait a minute, you know? And mm -hmm. so they start milling and making their bread and their kids not only thrive, no mm -hmm. longer have stomach issues, but go off all their medication and get better, you How know? How about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite stories is we used to have a bakery. We don't anymore. So don't think you can come to Breadbeckers and buy bread. We, we teach you how to make it for yourself because that's what God, you know, but my son owned the bakery and he did, um, um, you know, he freshly milled, made it just like our recipes, no additives, no preservatives, no white flour, white sugar. And he went to farmer's markets. And this mom, the gluten-free thing had kind of come up. And this mom came to his table and he was explaining, you know, he did have a gluten-free bread. But she said, you know, my daughter just really doesn't like it. She was 12 years old. And she said, she just wants a sandwich. She just wants a soft piece of bread. So my son explained, just kind of like what I did. He goes, well... Our bread has everything in it. You know, it's not just the gluten and protein and starch. The mom said, you know what? She doubles over in pain. She throws up if she eats, you know, the bread from the store. And she said, but you know what? I'm going to try it. I'll try yeah. it. She tried it. 
The little girl came running up to my son's booth the next week and said, Mr. Dave, Mr. Dave, I love your bread. I've eaten a sandwich every day, and I don't feel sick at all. And I didn't throw up, and I didn't have any pain. And she began to work his booth with him oh, wow. <laughs> until we closed the bakery um, because the bakery couldn't survive the anti-grain, anti-gluten wow. um, propaganda. And here's the dilemma. It's going to make us sick because this gluten-free stuff is not what it's cracked up to be but it's also as people quit eating wheat they're going to be unprepared when time comes and mm. that may be the only food we we have available to us that's very true we got one more chance to talk with okay. miss sue becker from bread beckers i know that we'll have some more great information for you here on victory 91.5 oh victory 91.5 thank you so much for spending some time with us here on q in the morning and i'm here monday through friday 6 to 10 a.m saturday the extended edition through the 11 o'clock hour and today we've had the opportunity to have sue becker of bread beckers here so i'm not going to do my normal closing except to do this i normally always give the national day calendar so i was starting to look at it to see if there's anything worth mentioning today and i kid you not it is national french bread day and we have <laughs> sue becker here who brought us Br French bread this morning. Made so. from freshly milled flour, <laughs> yes. though. So, wow, wow, wow. That is hilarious. I thought that was pretty cool timing. Oh, goodness. So, as we're as we're finishing up here, um, I know there's plenty we could still talk about, and I want to make sure people know that uh, Sue's Healthy Minutes on podcast is a great place to get more information, but how would you want to put a bow on what we've been talking about today as, as people are finishing up with us this yeah, morning? For sure. Come to our store. Come visit us. We just love what we do. We believe what we do breadbeckers.com subscribe to our email newsletter to get information about upcoming classes but i think the way i what god showed me was after reading the information and just it revolutionized my thinking in my life i i came you know i see bread scriptures everywhere now <laughs> so you know seeing the common diseases that now plague america and they're directly related to the white bread whole wheat bread the commercially processed bread that's in the store mm -hmm. that but real bread will change your life made from freshly milled flour isaiah 55 verse 2 says this why do you spend your money for that which is not bread mm. and your earnings for what does not satisfy when i first started and learned this, i didn't know that what i was buying wasn't bread but it was the missing piece of the puzzle in our family we were eating real food except for our bread and when we made that one change, it changed the health of our family drastically. And, of course, changed our lives now because here yeah. we are. But, you know, there's so many scriptures that you don't even maybe relate to bread. But white bread was around even before the 1900s, biblical days. But it was reserved for the wealthy, mm. for the royalty, for the kings, because they had servants that would sift the bran and germ out to produce that whiter, fluffier bread. We always want to try to mm. fix God's way. You have to say we think we can do better. Yeah. yeah, but you know, Proverbs 23 says this, be careful when you sit down to the king's table. Don't crave his dainties and his delicacies. And mm. I always, you know, reading that before bread, I thought of, oh, you know, food offered to idols or rich For food. just the wealth part of it, dainties yeah. Dainties and delicacies to me now is white flower fluffy <laughs> things. <laughs> but it says, you know, they're deceitful food. Mm. And it even goes on, I tell people, I'm very passionate and you can tell that. But if you think I'm passionate, it says, put a knife to your throat lest you be given to gluttony. Mm. Wow. Why is America obese? 
That's another myth. Everybody says, oh, bread will make you fat. The bread in the store, the Twinkies, the donuts, the dainties and delicacies, yes, they will. But real bread will fill you up and will satisfy you. Jesus compared himself to bread. And what did he say? I am the real bread of life. He who comes to me will be satisfied. The audience he was talking to, they knew what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. They knew that bread satisfies you. It fills you up. You won't overeat. Oh, you might the first day, you know. <laughs> one lady told me. I tried me, really hard not to this morning, yeah. <laughs> but like I told you, I, I'll never forget one lady said, she goes, I ate a half a loaf of the raisin bread, you know, on the way home. And I said, yeah, did you eat dinner then? And she goes, no. And I'm like, well, that half a loaf of bread was less calories than the dinner you were probably going to consume. But then another thing, you know, reading and learning the history of white flour and the diseases that came on the scene mm-hmm. and now how the health of our nation has drastically declined since bread came on the scene. And um, there's another proverb. It says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. Mm. And um, that's that's a powerful lesson for us to see today. And, you know, I study, I read, I read the books of other writers, biochemists and doctors. And it's funny, all of them in my studies, what catches my eye, and they're not talking about milling your own grain and making your own bread. They're talking about something medical or biochemical, but all of them attribute the decline of America's health it's when the steel rolling mills came on the scene and started sifting away the most nutritious part of the bread wow. from our wheat. You know, wow. my favorite scripture, Deuteronomy 24, verse 6. I, I can't say it's my favorite. We say that. But, There's a lot of favorites. But, but yeah. you know, we read through Deuteronomy. I'm starting today on Deuteronomy, reading through the Bible, and we kind of trudge through it and go, mm-hmm. is there anything in here? You know, and all of a sudden, Deuteronomy 24, verse 6 caught my eye. It's a chapter about, or it's a verse about borrowing and lending, laws for borrowing and lending. So if you borrow something of value from me, you give me a pledge, something of value of yours to hold until you pay me back. Well, God had a law, and he said, do not take a man's upper millstone as a pledge, Mm. for you would be taking his life. You couldn't take his millstone, but yet we let somebody take our millstone back in 1900 and they've been taking our life ever since wow so bring that mill back into your home (laughs) come let us help you figure out how to do this and bring life and health and wholeness back to your family yes breadbeckers.com great place to go b-e-c-k-e-r-s and of course sue's healthy minutes yes on podcast you can get a lot more of the information like we've been talking about it's been a delight to have you in the studio with me this morning and not just because the bread smells good <laughs> it has been great talking to you yes just come see us we want to come alongside you in this journey thank you very much well folks we are so glad to be part of your journey here at victory 91.5 bread Beckers, people like yourself that invest in what the Lord is doing through this radio ministry. And we're so grateful uh, that we all get to be part of this Victory family. Make sure you're visiting breadbeckers.com and, of course, victory.radio.